Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome to Season 5. Support for the Boner Planet Podcast is presented by Shadowhunter. Dead Ringer. The Grind. Bomar Archery. Element Outdoors. Reveal Cellular Camera. HHA Sports and HHA USA. Black Eagle Arrows. Additional support provided by Deer Camp Coffee and Yeti Coolers. Hey guys, welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. We hope everybody's having a wonderful night. Uh, today's show is brought to you in part by Shadow Hunter Blinds. Uh, check them out when you get time. They are literally the Cadillac of hunting blinds. We're super excited and, and stoked to get these things this year because, to be honest, they're extru- they're like hard shell. They're like really nice windows and chairs and the way you can hang your bow and your guns and everything. Everything is like made for a hunter and uh, top notch. So really excited to check them out this year. Uh, also, for sure, in our this is our fifth season, by the way. This is the start of our fifth year of Bowhunter Plan Podcast. So it's been a lot of exciting times spent with you guys uh, chatting and having a good time. Um, we all HHA is going to stick around another year. So thank you to Chris Ham and them guys for doing that. Uh, HHA is a great brand and makes amazing sites. But more importantly, they have HHA USA, which is doing some amazing things for people. So check that out when you admit. We'll link that below. Uh, also, some other announcements. You know, the Boner Plant Podcast has been around for five years. And, you know, we need your help uh, to keep us going strong. We need you to drop a a five-star rating if you guys can. We'd really appreciate that, especially on Apple, on iTunes, on the podcast itself. Um, We we actually were put into the wrong category for the past five years, which Tim and I uh, found this year and fixed. So there's a category called hunting, but then there's uh, there's a sports and then there's a wilderness. Unfortunately, we were not in wilderness. We were in sports and something else. So when people were, you know, iTunes bow hunting, we were not coming up. So we have fixed that now. We should see that start to fix itself over time here. Um, but, you know, it's exciting because I feel like now we could be even a lot larger than we were. And um, 
it'll fix that issue. So it's very exciting going forward. But the thing is, it's never weighed our, you know, no, no companies have ever not supported us because maybe our numbers weren't as big as others because Boner Planet as a whole is so much larger. And with our test lab show and all of our other stuff, um, you know, and what we do to try to contribute to growing the heritage is extremely important. So um, it's exciting. I'm glad they recognize that and stick around to help us out and support where they can. Um, also this year, new uh, supporter this year will be The Grind, who makes turkey products. So like you're going to see um, decoys and calls and all that stuff, as well as Dead Ringer broadheads and hunting products. Dead Ringer's got a whole bunch of great stuff. So uh, looking forward to doing a lot more with that for you guys. You'll see it on Test Lab. You'll see it on the podcast. You'll see their links and different things. So definitely please help support them. Join Team BHP if you're interested in trying to get discount codes for any of those products because we're going to work with them to get those for our ambassadors and uh, keep that going. So um, anyway, Jamie, what's today's topic? Shed hunting. The only kind of hunting that I'm good at. <laughs> I'm sure everybody agrees, but I'll just continue. So I really, I pre, I bet you it was, I've always looked, right? But probably three, four years ago, I actually got serious and you know i'm not going to name my spots so deal with it but most of you guys know where my spots are you know a lot of parks and things like that Try all the wounded over. deer that we uh that we shoot yeah oh yeah then i do it i do it i do do it at the lease um sometimes i found some, a couple of nice ones at the lease but no man it's just it's all about putting in the steps right it's all about putting in the time and you know i'm not since the gym's been closed down i'm not the best at exercising lately right but i'm telling you i'll put in three hours and i won't even notice i'll be like oh man i gotta get going home and i'll go to the places where i think nobody else goes sometimes they they've made it that far right but and then now i just have a huge shed collection even though my dog keeps eating them you know i'm <laughs> i'm getting soft and letting her have some of the messed up ones or the unmatched ones but i had so much fun and i got finally travis to come with me my son he loves it too. We only found, uh, we've actually found one from, it looked like the year before, but he was real excited. And I mean, I just, I just absolutely love getting out there and you find a whole bunch of other things too. You know, you never, you never know what you're going to find out there. I found arrows at the Metro parks and just, I mean, I just absolutely love it. Jamie, are you looking for the snow? Um, I mean, it all depends, right? So if I can follow a trail and the snow's not too deep and then I can see the wind sticking out, I'll, I'll do that. Um, I try to get out early, especially in the parks, because once they're walked over, you know. But then, then on the other hand, right, I have this main spot I go to in one of these parks. And I mean, I found a real nice set. One was a little chewed up and the other one I found probably 200 yards away. And I mean, that was maybe the end of March, beginning of April. I don't know how many guys walked by and didn't see him. So you just never know. You just got to put in the time and get your butt out there. And it's a good, it's a good way to get exercise. It's fun. You know, I walk these Hills on some, some of these places and I don't know. It's just nice to get outside finally during the winter. It's a good way to motivate you. Yeah. The reason I ask, cause I'm kind of excited to get out to the property that I've uh, been hunting. Cause, um, Last year, by accident, I left my cameras out there all year, and I realized that deer were coming all year long, all spring. Yep. And, uh, you know, I didn't know if they were bucks or does, cause, but there were a lot of deer, so I want to get out there. The other thing I want to do is, while I'm shed hunting, 
is see if I can figure out some of the main travel patterns for the deer when there's still a little bit of snow on the ground and you can see, yeah. uh, you know, what the bucks are using. I know it's going to be yeah. different in the, the fall. The, I think the, the biggest thing to do in shed hunting is to find the beds. Right. right. So, so my parents property, I found maybe one shed since I've lived, you know, since I've uh, started looking there, but they really, they really don't bed there. So they bed, you know, in the bowl at our lease, they bed a lot of places in these metro parks, and that's usually where I'm finding them. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to is finding some of the beds because I know where the food sources are. Uh, I haven't really, I haven't gone in their beds very often where I think their beds are because I don't want to disturb them, but yeah. I think the winter time is a good time to do that. Yeah, it's the only time to actually try to get in there. If you jump them, oh well, it's the winter. You're not. You got nine months to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, there's a few things that excite me this time of year. One of them is shed hunting, and and I think more so this year than than anything any other year because mentally, right now, I'm gearing up for this long winter that's approaching, right? I mean, this is going to be different than any other year that we've experienced. Um, you know, you not only have the winter time, which is tough anyway, when it gets dark at four thirty, five o'clock, um, you know, there's not really much you can do outside after that point in time. Uh, but then we have the whole COVID thing on top of it, right? So we're, we're kind of, you know, where we're at still in the lockdown and, you know, the normal stuff that you would maybe do, um, yeah. you know, the pastime you just don't have. But what, what I absolutely love, and, and, and I don't go out too often, maybe, maybe a couple times a year, you know, we'll go out. I actually have plans this weekend, um, not really to shed hunt, but just to go out. We're, we're going to head out in the morning and do some hiking around and that kind of stuff and kind of prep. But what I love to do is actually, while I'm shed hunting, try to find those areas for <laughs> later down in the springtime um, when we hit that morale season. Because yeah. finding sheds, I absolutely love. But being able to hit those areas of the different parks that you're talking about, and I have a couple different parks that I have in mind that that you go to. Um, I know some of the some of the areas around there. I've seen morels. We we've harvested morels there. But I just can't wait to get back in some of these areas because I've seen some amazing deer sign uh, yeah. back in some of these areas of the parks that that I want to go to. And I just cannot wait for that to happen. So I mean, there's three things that excite me in the wintertime, right? Shed hunting, ice fishing. And uh, later down, you know, later down the road, as we get a little bit deeper into the the early spring, springtime, morale hunting. And it's just such a great time to get outside. And like you said, Jamie, I mean, having the kids and being able to take the kids out, um, having a dog and being able to take the dog out. And and that's my goal, too, is to get the dog out there. Yeah. So, I mean, being able to do that kind of stuff is just what a great way to pass time this time of year, you know? And another good thing is these, like a lot of these Metro park deer, they're pretty tame. Like I can take a handful of dead grass and probably get about five, 10 feet from them. Yeah. Just sit there looking at me. (laughs) Yeah. Nope. No doubt. There's a park over by me. Um, Similar thing. I mean, you you go to their, their nature center area, do a little walk. And if you're hitting it at the right time, I mean, those deer are just staring at you. I mean, they'll be, they'll be 10 yards away and you're just walking and they're just watching and, you know, they don't really care. So it's a lot easier, I think, to 
pine sheds in that environment because yeah. they're not pushed out over this big vast expanse or yeah. you know gonna run away or anything like that. Not not like they're shutting the antler right before you get there, but there's just there's more of a chance you're gonna see it, you know, in those areas because they're used to people. So their chances of them shedding near those areas where you're walking because other people are doing it too. Um, yeah. you know, at the parks and stuff like that is you know, your chances are a lot better. So definitely. It's about putting but, the time in, like you said. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really found a shed to be honest, but I think that um, for me, I don't know if I would like to do shed hunting. It's, I don't think it's for me, but I actually really enjoy photography this time of year in the woods. So for me, what I would do, and I did it the other day, actually, was I went to the local park here and I was, there's actually a contest going on in Sterling Heights to like, if you get this, like any outdoor picture, you could submit it. So I was like, man, I got to go up to the park and try to find a deer. Cause now would be a time to get some really good photos of deer, like in the wild. I didn't see any deer, but uh, I got some really amazing photos of like frost on the ground and like snow in the background, these geese and stuff. And I was thinking, man, this is a lot of fun. And someone feeds the squirrels because <laughs> there's like a pile of nuts and the squirrels come right up to me. So I'm like, yeah. oh man. So I got these really good pictures of this fat squirrel. He's like huge. And uh, he didn't care. I mean, he's just sitting there like eating, didn't care. I was looking at it. It was so funny. So I was like, just, just you know, getting this guy <laughs> thinking maybe I could submit him, you know, I mean, this is a wild animal in their park. Right. So, um, but anyway, I, I do plan to get out more this, this winter. In fact, maybe this weekend to try and, uh, oh man. Winner, 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 chicken dinner, Dodge mm-hmm. Park today. With oh, camera? snap. That's with my. So you're saying I should shed hunt in Dodge Park. Gotcha. That's <laughs> with my uh, with my iPhone. Oh, see, yeah, no, I took out my the DSLR because I want to get like some really good, you know, like what you were getting, Kevin, in South Dakota and stuff. Well, I didn't expect to see all the bucks I saw today, and I was like, oh, I got my camera, my iPhone. Yeah. And- I got some great pictures of these. I forgot how hard it is to lug around a like a DSLR. Like, you know, and (laughs) it's so bad. I was like, oh God, this thing is so heavy, you know. But I mean the pictures are undeniable. I mean, they're amazing. Like when they're when you get it and you get the post and you start looking at them. So I don't know. Yeah, it is. I mean, the, those types of pastimes, I think, is what gets us through, right? I mean, these, like I said, these months, not for you, Kevin, because you go down to Florida, you little winter bird you. But yeah. uh, it, it's nice to be able to still have the um, events or the, the 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 times where you go out and get to spend it still out in nature. And, you know, I think, unfortunately, for this time of year, we don't get to do that a lot during the week, you know, working real jobs and working, you know, the, the nine to fiver type of type of deal. And, you know, when the sun goes down, but it is sure nice to get out on the weekends, break up the monotony of life a little bit. Yeah. I'll oh, tell you what. Talk about winter activities, though. I am planning this year to take a bow fishing rod with me and do some bow fishing down in Florida this year. Figure it's something I want to try. I saw somebody doing it last year. I said, I should have brought mine down and uh, give it a try. Get yourself some delicious carp. Uh, No, you could. There's other fish you can you can shoot there that you can actually eat and stuff. Like should hunt alligators. Tilapia. They got tilapia. That's a fish you can shoot with a bow there. Are those wild tilapia? Well, what happened was there was a tilapia farm that, and they had a flood and the tilapia escaped and now they're all over Florida. So they're 
considered an invasive species, so you can shoot mm-hmm. them or get them whatever, however you want. Yeah, I, I asked because my family does not eat tilapia because we found out how they raise them on the farms. Um, because a lot of farms are actually um, pre-filters for sewage plants. So the sewage, raw sewage goes into a tank. The tilapia are raised as bottom because they're bottom feeders. The tilapia eat the uh, the bottom food in those sewage waters. And uh, that's what you're eating. So um, we stopped eating tilapia a while back before that, but that's why I was asking if they were wild because Gross. obviously they're not eating the uh, the human these wild, These are wild escapees. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I like, man. I because I, I, I love tilapia. I love the taste of it. It's great. It's great fish to to do it. And if you can bow hunt that, I mean, that's an awesome thing to do. Oh, that's so gross. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Dave's like, I just ate tilapia You're for welcome. dinner. <laughs> I don't care. They can eat at the bottom all they want. I'm still chowing them. Yeah. <laughs> You're not eating their guts. You're eating their, their meat. Yeah, oh, but I what understand. he's saying is the meat is just <laughs> given by the guts. I'm just kidding. I understand, <laughs> but you think about all that bottom feeder, you know, chemical, because, you know, fish is one of those species, and there's a lot of them. I think actually a lot of them are, but they're one of those species that, you know, have a high content of bad chemicals because they, once they eat it, they're eating all that, but it's the bottom yeah. feeding, right? Yeah. They're eating all that bottom food and, and the crap that you put in your body or that you dump down your drain that goes into that sewage water, they're eating, they're digesting, and they retain some of that within their, their muscle tissues. So hmm. weird. Hey, you know, my, my fun fact for the day being, you know, a fish, uh, fishery. Thanks Tim. Uh, I'll never eat tilapia again. I'm going to tell your wife because then you'll never eat it. It was my wife that is like, nope, it's done. It's over. But it's always a go-to though, right? Because it's so cheap. That's the problem is like, I love seafood. I love fish. It's so so expensive sometimes to buy that kind of stuff. Tilapia is a cheap fish. Well, that's because they're not actually having the cost of feeding them any food. We're feeding them ourselves. (laughs) It's still... Yep, you are welcome. So, what are other activities, Jamie? So, you do shed hunting in the winter time. What else you do? Uh, sometimes I'll go ice fishing. I really don't have the whole setup, but I'll go out with a cedar or a couple other friends, and a couple times a year, right? Yep. Um, you know, other than that, I I mean, my family skis, but I never really learned. And now that I'm forty, I don't think I'm gonna. You know. Cause I don't, there's something wrong with my head. You know, my wife tried to teach me in college and after like the third time I started jumping things, I don't need to do that when I'm 40. Yeah. I used to ski all Bad the time idea. back when I was in college, um, college, high school. That's where I spent a lot of my winter weekends. We used to do uh, a getaway trip in college. Me and my roommate did, and we were so broke back then we could afford the lift ticket, but no place to stay. Yeah. So we, we would go and drive a car. And we would go to these places for the weekend, but we would sleep in a Myers parking lot in the, you know, in the front two seats of the vehicle. That's so it, it was a, it was a good time, man, but it is, I mean, trying to stay busy, it's hard to do. Um, you know, there's very little hunting activity this time of year. So you got to kind of break away at least where we are. Right. I mean, there's portions of rabbits. Yeah, no, for sure. But they're, they're, I'm, I guess I'm talking more, more bow related. Um, you know, there's portions of this country that you can get out and you can shoot outside and that kind of stuff for us. I mean, it's, you know, 10, 15 degrees outside. It's hard to get the motivation to go out and shoot a crossbow or a compound bow, you know, to practice and all that kind of stuff. So it's good to have these types of, uh, these types of activities to do. 
Have any of you guys done any snowshoeing? No. I'll tell you what, it's uh it's great exercise, number one. And oh, so no. <laughs> but uh it's kind of neat to get out and go in the woods with snowshoes on and just track where yeah, there's no tracks or anything. It's uh it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. You can really get out and be with nature and stuff like that, you know. I, I like it. Now do you have a set of snowshoes that yourself? What's that? You have a set of snowshoes yourself? I do, and I used to do a lot more when I was younger, and I did quite a bit in the Upper Peninsula, uh, where it's really, uh, you know, nature and stuff. But um, they have, I mean, you can go to Stony Creek around here, and, well, I don't know about during COVID, but you could rent snowshoes and go snowshoeing and stuff like that. I have a set, and it's uh, something you may want to try. Awesome. I love getting out and walking around the woods. That's for sure. So you never know what I might do next. Never know. Yeah. You want to hear something? I started reading books. Never thought you'd hear those words, did you? Nope. Well, yeah. Okay. But hold on. Hold on. Oh, no, re- I'm on my third one already. Do the these books two weeks. Have, have you pictures? read the No. I read The Art of War. Oh, that's, a, that's a heavy book, man. And he even had case studies. Leaders eat last, and now I have now I'm reading. Um, you can't hurt me. It's David Goggins, I think. It's really good so far. You kind of like green eggs and ham. Uh, I that's got too many big words. <laughs> Not enough pictures, but no, I had I hadn't read much. I mean, I, I've read 1984. Apparently, some people need to read that again. But if anybody wants to borrow it, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, some you didn't know about the old note boom. I got a good not just a good looking dude. He's trying to, you know, get a little smarter too. Dang. Mm -hmm. Never would have thunk it. Mm -hmm. It's great. As we speak, I am crazy. Tim Tim is thinking of a Western Michigan burn right now. I can see it stewing in his head. No, I was actually I was actually gonna say I'm not a book reader either. Never have been. I my wife's neither was I, but you know I there's a couple uh, things that I was interested in like the art of war because everybody kept talking about it and it makes sense. I've been I've been already using it. Don't fight the wars you can't win, bud. Funny that you say it though because I myself started you know picking up a book or two here um just a couple weeks ago and uh that that you know because i usually for me to relax at night like i'll listen to the news and that kind of stuff and just got too much man i'm just yeah. so done with society right now and nope. you know i i needed something to kind of calm my brain and put me to sleep and uh, books definitely do that for me um, you know especially at night like mm-hmm. no joke it'll be like 15 20 minutes in and my my ours my it's not like it's inter- not entertaining or anything like that yeah. um but my my eyes get a little droopy and uh you know i i'm, I'm able to easily fall asleep it's kind of kind of interesting for sure i've read a book book or two over my over my life there's been moments in time where i'm really into it and you know not not uh not too often to be honest with you but dave you, you know, said you were uh what, what are you creating over there you said as we speak you are creating what uh our own private forum for team bhp all right and test the waters i was playing with it i was looking up other forum topics and categories and stuff but i do think being self-sufficient is really important and um you know with with the big tech the way it's going i do feel like we should start really we need to invest push. in our own server no we don't have to do that yet but i'm just saying like at least you know 
I don't want to rely on Facebook and all that anymore. Like I'm just, you know, I get it's easy for people and stuff, but like my whole thing is what's the difference, right? We can, people can come here, chat, and uh, we can put in all the discount codes. Everything can go right in here. It could actually be very easy and they don't have to use it all the time, but they could come and use it all the time. Um, so it could be fun. I just don't know how it works with the, your phone, you know, like if you could just yeah. do it. Cause I know people like to use their phone to do these yep. things. So that's, uh, it's be yeah, it's we'll too bad it costs ten million dollars to build an app. Is the problem? Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe not. Maybe we maybe we need to look at it. You know, I don't know. Maybe we need to find someone who's built an app in the hunting industry yeah. and ask them who they used and how yeah. much. I, I don't know a lot of app people, but who knows? The app will get taken down because it's hunting related. So, right. <laughs> hey, Jamie, I do have a book for you to read when you're ready for another one. What's that? It's called Undaunted Courage. It's written by Stephen Ambrose, who wrote, he wrote the Band of Brothers, you know, Band of Brothers. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so it's about the Lewis and Clark expedition. That's pretty cool. And it is incredible. You talk about these guys that went on a journey that took like two years traveling into unknown lands and everything, and... um, you know, the hunting scenarios, the fishing, just the stuff they did to survive. It's incredible. It's it's a really interesting book. Dave, read any good books lately? Nope. (laughs) I don't really read books. Not a book reader. See, either either was I. Like, the only ones I ever read was, like, I did read 1984. I read, like, Marine Sniper and American Sniper. I just like snipers for some reason. That's about it, except for stuff that I had to read for school. Yeah, I will say that, you know, maybe I don't pick up pick up a book to physically read as much as other people do, but I do listen to a lot of audiobooks. Yeah. So I find that, you know, easy when you're, you know, walking around the neighborhood, going going for a walk with a dog or whatever. Um, and I, and I, I like to read a lot of um, autobiographies, you know, of people. I think it's very interesting to really get get into somebody's life story and, and because you know you, you hear a lot about or you make your own judgment out about things that you see on social media and the news and all that kind of stuff about certain people and then you read their autobiotic biography out of their own view and it just helps you kind of understand people a little bit better and why they do what they do and all that kind of stuff so i think it's very very interesting yeah. so great yeah. conversation about hunting today really <laughs> but Phenomenal. A little bit, of, a little bit of everything. <laughs> All over the place. Smorgasbord. I'm, a, it's a hard part about this time of year though, because there's not much going no. on, right? I so mean, Dave didn't tell our Dave off. never Dave didn't tell our viewers about his uh his his accomplishments on the old Call of Duty. Diamond. He's in the so, Diamond Club. Whoop whoop! Welcome <laughs> to the club, will, buddy. No will ever get close to Diamond oh, Club. I won't. With one gold, I got five gold, bruh. And Bruh. all that. That's, that's, that's so the exciting. price I pay for having to actually work hard now. I miss the days yeah. where I just sat around studying for fantasy football all day. Those days are long gone. <laughs> now it's like 12 hours a day and I got to jump on podcasts. Me and Tim it. are in the Diamond Club. But, yes, of, sir. Yes, sir. Football, the Lions are on their way to a Super Bowl now. They hired a new manager, right? Oh, oh who'd they hire? I don't know. I know they hired somebody. Today. Millen's kid. No, I don't. Kid. 
Yeah, you know, I'm so fed up with them. Uh, oh, I don't care anymore. I know they hired somebody, but I don't even know what his credentials are. Call me, when right, tell me when they win a playoff game and I'll come back. This thing's looking good. We've got a good little forum looking here. It's looking, we'll, you know have what to, um, we'll have to put that on uh, on Team BHP and post it or pin it to the uh, to the front so people can find it easy. Oh, actually, the website looks like it works pretty easy on the on your phone. Looks good. Shows me what it looks like, you know. Good. Yeah. So here's the categories I chose. New members. So, like, that would be kind of your basic, like, you know, rules engagement. General discussion. So that's kind of, like, wide open. Just this general discussion. Gear. And under gear, you have, like, test lab videos. Like, if people want to talk about a specific video, whatever. Either way. So gear. Bow fishing, bow hunting. Two different categories. How-to category, wildlife category. So maybe it's more about the animals, you know, food, stuff like that. I have a meat and food chat. So like if you want to talk about cooking and stuff like that, maybe it's just called cooking. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And then I have lifestyle, which is just like if you want to talk about, hey, Dave's hat's so cool and it's not hunting, but it's cool. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You have a, uh, a Dave Thomas one, just one specific to you. Just call it the Dave Thomas feed, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, but the thing now Not is I just get ego or anything like that, but you know, well, I mean, I was on a media summit. I'm kind of a big deal. Now. That's what I'm you know, saying. That's what I'm saying. kind of left you guys in the dust. You know what I mean? Like but I'm saying you're, you're a big shot now. It's kind of like, you know, everybody's been calling now like, Hey, it's good. So cool. Kind of a big you know, deal. <laughs> kind of a big That's funny, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know me. I don't know if you understand fully. Who you're uh, dealing so with. I just published it, but yet it like didn't come up. <laughs> Hopefully it didn't erase everything. I actually redid a lot of the website today and uh, I, I plan to do a lot more. I, I do want to get like um, updated imagery of us and stuff together and doing different stuff. So I'm trying to wait the COVID's over, but I want to use the green screen so we can actually cut ourselves out and do some cool, like where like I'm punching Tim in the face, elbow to Kevin's face. I'm just kidding. But you know, just some different, you know, what's up type picks. You going to plaster it all over a huge trailer again? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Actually, you know, you know, you can unwrap a trailer. Did you know that? Not that we're going to do that. I'm, I'm assuming. Saying. Yeah, I would assume you could, right? I mean, if you sell it at any point in time, whoever buys it doesn't want our face on it. Well, yeah, maybe good. they would pay more for that. Oh, no one's going to sign it. I'll sign it. <laughs> It's got don't look so excited, Tim. It was worth a lot more, but now it's got a ding in it. Yeah, oh, yeah I forgot about that. Yep. That's I can't an believe Kevin brought Why don't we up. talk about half, that story? Yeah, half price. <laughs> I you walk around that I walk around that chair and I'm like, what in the hell? That was a not a year that goes by without Kevin getting a hole in his wall or somebody damaging our equipment. Something breaking. <laughs> I'll never forget the time that I'll never forget the time that Kevin pulled me aside on a family uh, family thing. It was like a family event. I, I I think I know where it was, but it was <laughs> it was like a family event. Pulls me aside, he's like, "Hey, you know when when you guys are at the studio, you really got to put the cameras away because you know that really f- expensive camera. Oh no, FX five, <laughs> and it smashed on the ground. Something <laughs> broke on it, <laughs> but the camera's okay." But something snapped. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. 
<laughs> oh my god, it was so uh, funny. Connor knocked it over. Yeah, these uh, <laughs> kids. Connor did it. I'll tell you what though, and it's happened to me too. And I broke a camera too. Those tripods, like. If you bump yeah. them the wrong way, man, it's just gone. Or like they need to have a lockout where it can't tip. Like it's just like there's, yeah. they just if one leg gets pushed, the whole thing's just you're it's going. I was worried because I didn't know what the heck broke, and then I realized it was just that that zoom thing, that little extra arm you put on there for zooming, which was not a big deal. Yeah. Good wow. news is since we haven't been able to get in the office, Jamie hasn't broken any, any bows, so that's good. Yeah, and Bob hasn't shot any walls. Yeah. You know, break anything. It's been well, long. I'll never forget the crossbow that you locked out. It's been that long. Was, hey, you've got to follow the instructions, Tim. <laughs> it's been lonely without you guys. I have I'm to- like, I don't want to do this. He's like, eh, just give me here. <laughs> yeah, I'm missing yeah, I, Kev. I'm missing I did kind of set him up. I set him up. I'll admit it. Like, I don't know what's going on, Tim. And I'm like, oh, what'd you do? Yeah, Yo, I know. I know. I was there. <laughs> I, I just got a, a winter activity for myself, too. And uh, I invited my grandson, Connor, to join me. I just bought and paid for an online digital photography class. Cool. That'd um, be cool. I'm going to be taking that class. And. Connor's been showing some interest in digital photography. And I said, Hey, I bought this class. You want to take it with me? And he said, yeah. So we're going to start taking our lessons here. That's awesome. That sounds like a really cool thing. And I mean, that's a great point is like now, now this time of year is a great time to get educated in something that you've never done before. The the only problem with it is I know within about two might take a month, maybe two, Connor's going to know so much more about the camera than me. <laughs> he could be such a better photographer. That's awesome, though. Me. It's been one of those weeks. So uh, we hope you guys are doing well and uh, stay safe out there. Any last words, Tim? Hashtag let's hunt. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.